Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Anthony on Air Podcast, welcome back to another episode. Hopefully another distraction for you if you are quarantined, which unless you're a doctor or a grocery store worker, you most likely are. Bring in our co-host, Frankie C. He's back again. How are you, my friend? Doing well, doing well. We got getting uh, no tan inside, but uh, I'm doing all right. <laughs> Paling out here. How is your mental health with the uh, quarantine? Fine. I'm actually okay with it. You know, I'm, you know, I'm working from home, uh, watching, ca- catching up on some TV, but yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's it's fine. It's uh, me, my wife, and my dog. We're just hanging, and I got no complaints. Have you streamed? If I could work from home normally. I would do that. You, you would, right? I would. Yeah. Way. I know. I think a lot of people would. And I also, I also get the feeling like that might be where society is going in the future anyway, regardless. You know what I mean? Why not? Why not? They would, you know how much money we'd probably save if we didn't have all these office buildings to rent out and if we could just do everything from home? Well, I think that's something that a lot of employee, employers are going to look at when this is all said and done, because they're all going to look at this and go, why am I spending ungodly amounts of money housing 150 people in an office building in Manhattan or Long Island or wherever people are when yeah. I can like send people home with a laptop that I have to give them anyway, maybe spend a couple extra bucks on whatever and, and make them telecommute in and we'll do all our meetings on Zoom and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, plus uh, I would save a lot not having to commute on the Long Island Railroad every day. I mean, every month it's like, for one person, it's like 300 something dollars, whatever, it's insane. Right, now obviously it's not gonna be for everybody, but a lot of people, you couldn't tell the difference between working from home and working in an office. Agreed. Um, There are people that have to, you have to go to the actual building. Yeah, of course. But if you work on a computer, if you work with telephones, if you, you know, you have that stuff at home, you could just do it at home. It's like, uh, I'm, I'm all for it. And quality of life, it's got to be better, too, because like you said, not only what you're spending like on the Long Island Railroad, but also, I mean, you got to figure most people commute, well, especially in Manhattan, what, an hour, hour and 15 each way? I do about an hour. So you're putting putting two hours basically back on everybody's uh, work-life balance sheet where they could either- Sleep schedule. Yeah, sleep more, spend more time with loved ones, or- Get an extra hour of work in, really. I mean, I would have no yeah. problem splitting the difference with an employee or with an employer saying, I'll give you an extra half hour, hours worth of work if I'm avoiding that commute time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll throw it an extra half hour. And like, here's, here's the weird thing, too, and because I, I do a lot of work from home, but I find in talking to other people who do a lot of work at home and reading articles from people who do a lot of work at home, they wind up working a lot more because after the novelty wears off of like, oh, I could be in my pajamas, you find yourself just kind of sitting here going, 
I don't know, I'll just, I'll, let me knock this out. And then I'll, when I'm done, I'll, I'll be done as opposed to, Oh, you get it done a lot faster. You don't put it off. Well, you don't put it off as opposed to I'll work on this. Oh, it's five o'clock. I'll put it aside and then I'll go home. You know what I mean? So yeah, I you're going to get a lot more work done. I think at home. Yeah, you do get a lot more work done at home. And then here's the other thing too. And you work in an office and you could, you don't have to comment on this particular job that you have, but jobs in the past. How much okay. time did you, or on average, do you think people spend really working when they're in an office as opposed to walking around, talking to reception, uh, talking to this coffee one? Coffee breaks. Yeah. Take a walk, lunch break. I mean, if it's an eight hour day, minus an hour for lunch, I'd say minus another two hours for not doing anything time. So you're looking at a f- five hours of, of work. I feel like when you're at home, you can get, you'll get a lot more done. I don't think the novelty of being in your pajamas is going to wear off because that's just fantastic. And why would anybody want to wear a suit when they could wear pajamas? So that's not going, that's not going to, that's going to be the trend and that's going to be here forever. We're all, we're not going to get used to it. It's going to be great. Yeah, but I think you're being generous with five hours. I think, Max, you're talking about three and a half to four hours, maybe, of actual work time in an office. I just don't think people are... Depends on your job. Yeah, like, okay, if you're if you work in a doctor's office, you're probably getting a lot more done on an average. Right. But if you're an accountant, yeah, I just don't think that you're hammering it out. Well, you have to, you know, account. You do Whatever have to account. Do, I don't know what they do. You do have but to account. I mean, you know what I always thought was weird when someone says, "You know, I have to do my taxes." What does that mean? I do. What are you doing to them? What are you doing to your taxes? I don't. I never. I don't know what that means. Like the old Seinfeld you, bit, you just write it off. Just write it off. You don't even know no, what that I, means, do you? I don't know, but they do. <laughs> yeah, and the other ones writing it off. <laughs> Uh, speaking of writing it off, uh, just before we started our podcast here, uh, the House of Representatives passed the $2.2 trillion spending. They tacked on a point two to this. Uh, I was waiting for it. Yeah, $2.2 trillion spending bill. Um, and uh, that was just passed moments ago. Not without a little drama. Did you see this uh, Representative Massey? Yes. He, uh, the, the lone... Uh, Republican who Dick, the word you're looking for is dickhead. <laughs> dick, can we say that? He's a dick. Even the Republicans are like, This dick <laughs> can't believe he's holding yeah. up the vote. Now, um, I know that there were problems with the, with the bill because it didn't, you know, it was like a big chunk of money to corporations and then like barely anything for people. But yeah. I don't know what some of it changed. I, I didn't see the latest, like how, how it changed in the, in the latest draft. I'll tell you what, I don't, I mean, I, I watch this quite often and this thing changed 72 times. I don't think anybody knows what's really in it. I can't keep up it. with it. Yeah. And even the people that are voting on it, I don't even think knows really the full extent of what's in it. But, and for those that would scoff at that, I would say it doesn't even really matter. It's just, it's really just accounting. It's freeing up the money and having the ability to send the money out. Yeah, but it depends. It, it matters where the money goes. It does matter where the money goes. But the, my point is, is that um, even if you, even if you, my point is a couple of things. 
one, if you ask anybody in Congress who voted on this, they're not going to be happy with this thing. There's no way you put together a $2.2 trillion spending plan with everybody that you have to affect and please everybody across the board. It's just not going to happen. So two, um, it's a ton of money in a really short amount of time in an emergency situation. It's not like you can literally sit there and go, okay, like it's going to change and unfold there's going to be perhaps a fourth bill, a part of all of this that may correct some of this stuff or fix or fine tune things down the line. So it's to me not worth getting into the intricacies of what exactly it is. The government just had to do something and they, they've done something. And if it's wrong or incorrect or needs fixing or fine tuning, they can do it in the next uh, or the fourth installment of what this is, you know? Well, once it's passed, it's passed. I mean... No, it is, but again, they can... Uh, from what I understand from the last time around, I saw Schumer talk, and it gives them oversight this time, um, whereas when they did the bank bailout, there was no oversight. They just gave the money to the banks, and the banks could do whatever they wanted with it, you so know? there is oversight with this. That's the thing everybody was worried about, was all this money's going to corporations... And people are getting $1,200 one time. And it's like all these companies are getting at least billion dollar companies that make billions of dollars are getting more money given to them. Yeah, but are they, they though? already have billions. Are they? Or, or is it just the airlines? Because, I, again, I could be wrong on this, but the last one I saw was from Schumer where they had oversight, which that could have changed. And the, uh, the I know only... that was the big problem with it. The big problem with it was giving all this money to corporations that are just already billion billion dollar corporations and then just giving $1,200 to people saying, hey, this should cover you for a while. Yeah, well, I hope it came that out okay. That was the big problem. Yeah, I don't know how it wound up. I don't know what the final draft was, but it's passed. It's I mean, be signed now. even President Trump was against uh, the, the uh, stock option buybacks, which should never be in any one of these things. Um, so that was a good move. And again, I guess traditionally against Republican ideals of putting any sort of regulation on how you can spend your money. Um, so it, it felt like for a little while there, at least we had this sort of bipartisan, like we're just going to do this for the good of the, of the country, how it turned out in the wash. I don't know. And I guess we'll find out, but I found it interesting, the procedural way it all went down with this representative Massey. And uh, we'll pick up this clip here from the uh, Washington Post, uh, which is basically just streaming what happened in the House and how it all went down. So take a one, listen. One, one. The previous question is ordered on the motion. The question is on adoption of the motion. Those in favor say aye. Aye. Those opposed say no. no. The ayes have Mr. it. Mr. Speaker. For what purposes, gentlemen, uh, seek recognition? Mr. Speaker, I came here to make sure our republic doesn't die by unanimous consent in an empty chamber, and I request a recorded vote. A recorded vote is requested. Those favoring a recorded vote will rise and remain standing until counted. So there's two ways to get things across a recorded vote. Or <laughs> I'm sorry, but when one person yells no, it's recorded. Come on. You know, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to write it down. I write down the no. That should be the recorded vote. 
You got to waste the time by going through the yeses now. I mean, it, you're right. And it, it's it's kind of a dick move. So they could ask for a, a, a recorded vote. But as you'll as we'll see in here here, that actually wound up getting uh, that wound up getting turned down. Good. An insufficient number having risen. A recorded vote is refused. Mr. Speaker, is the gentleman recognized? I object on the basis that a quorum is not present and make a point of order that a quorum is not present. The chair will count for a quorum. Counted for a quorum. A quorum is present. The motion is adopted. Without objection, a motion to reconsider is laid upon the table. Pursuant to Section 7B of House Resolution 89, right, so everybody applause, everybody congratulates one another. On the Tuesday, quorum, by the March way, what he was looking for was to have a majority of Congress there to vote. If there's not enough people, they, you know, that's a, that's the quorum. Yeah, yeah. Can you repeat that? What's that? You, you blipped out. I couldn't hear oh, you. Oh, sorry. If the, the quorum is if there's not enough people there to actually do the vote, they have to count and make sure they have enough people. And the speaker kind of looked up and went, uh, yeah, we got it. Like he, <laughs> but the weird thing is, and you know, in the last wide shot, I don't know if you saw it, Frankie C, but everybody on the house, there's, it looks like there's nobody there. Everybody's there. They're all spread out. Spread out. Yep. And the ones who weren't there were in the building. They were just watching from their office again, because everybody's practicing this social distancing. Right. So they so had enough guy- people. This guy is just being. A, why was what was his problem with the with the bill? So essentially, what it comes down to, and uh, you know, he was all over Twitter talking about this, and you know, he was basically, and just the way it's so douchey, the way he was like, you know, I'm trying, I'm here to sa- to save the republic, you know, yeah. like easy okay. guy, you're not the lone renegade, you know, <laughs> saving the republic. Like President Trump even came out and destroyed this guy on Twitter, which I'm not a fan of any, I'm not a fan of him doing that in general, because I just don't think it's a good look for a president. Um, but um, he was right in every sense of the, the word of that. He was just looking for attention. And I'm embarrassed by this guy. Like I said in the beginning, there's nobody that is going to, that voted yes for this, that's going to be like, this is amazing across the board. It's going to be great. Like, obviously, we're digging a huge hole in the deficit. Obviously, it's an issue, but you have an emergency on your hands. Like, yeah, I, I would it's love... It's necessary. It's necessary. And I would love to just be the person to turn to this Massey and go, okay, how would you fix it? How do you get us out of this situation and see what his answer is? I don't think he has one. And if he does, it's not feasible. And I, I guarantee he didn't talk with anybody with, you know talk with anybody and saying this is how we should do it because that would have came out and uh, i don't know yeah it might be just you think it's just an intention thing it can't be right he's got to have some kind of logic even in his head i mean it's it's not like he again doesn't have a point or he's not like he's concerned he's worried about the deficit okay all valid points and all things that i'm sure both Republicans and Democrats discussed behind closed doors as they were trying to make this deal to make this work, right? But they all at some point, and and if you really watch, and I didn't watch all of it, but I did check in on some of them and a lot of them voiced displeasure for this part or that part, or we didn't get this in there, or why isn't that in there? And 
all good, valid points, but they all still voted yes because they realized that we need this to move forward. We need something here. And, you know, I would be interested to see, I mean, the tax break that was given to the to billionaires a couple, what was it, in 2017 or 20, 2018, I'm sorry, the, the big tax break. The tax cuts? They, they, they yeah. got the tax cuts. If he voted for that, and not this, like, yeah, both put a huge dent in the bud in the uh, in the deficit. But which one was more necessary? I'd be interested to see. I don't know what this guy's voting history is, but uh, it's a I mean, it's a valid. When you point. vote for something to 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 dig a hole in the deficit, I mean, it's got to be worth it. And this is something that's definitely worth it. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like a patient comes into the ER and they're gushing blood out of a major artery and you're going to sit there and argue with another doctor on the best way to bandage it up. Like you just bandage it up, like just do it, you know? Well, there's the best. Yeah. But like while you're sitting there wasting time, yeah, he's dying. He's going to die. Get in there already. Just get in there and do it. Right. Um, So this guy's going to get ripped apart. (laughs) Sorry, but he, he's getting, I'm sure by now he's, I don't know how many thousands and thousands of tweets are what? thrown at this guy. This guy's going to be. I don't think anybody I, ate I lunch with him today. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody's eating lunch together anyway, but. True. Um, True. But I know the president was like, uh, run this guy out of the Republican party, which. A little much. Doesn't make much sense, but uh, I, I get what he means and I understand his frustration. Because that's just that's just stupid. What he did it, was stupid. It's an attention grab. It's a wholehearted attention grab. That's completely what does he need the attention for. I don't know because because he's from who knows what state and who cares, frankly. I mean Kentucky. Yeah, exactly. Who who's going to give this guy any any attention whatsoever ever again at any time? So, uh, moving from something totally serious that can uh, potentially get us out of this hellhole of a uh, economic situation that we find ourselves in or will be in with coronavirus into something completely absurd. Did you see the kid that licked the toilet bowl? Yeah. What? I mean, this is just, what is that called? Darwinism? Just. Yeah. Here he is. Uh, A TikTok challenge. This is the, this is the young man. TikTok challenge. Oh, it's the underside too. Oh, wow. Twice. Uh, he went back times. for a third time. What are you Disgusting. doing? Disgusting. And some other girl did it too. She licked the toilet. Why? By the way, all the people that licked toilets all got the coronavirus. So you're right. Darwinism at its finest. What? All the people, this kid, the girl, they all wound up getting the coronavirus. They got it. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. I wonder if, if it's from that toilet seat, though. I wonder, like, if they went and test the toilet seat. Because I'm sure these people aren't the most careful uh, individuals on the planet since they're licking toilet seats. But I wonder, can you get the coronavirus from a toilet You probably can. You probably can, it, but it probably just shows the, like you said, the other gross, you know, negligence. It's just gross in general. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, Why here's the weird any, thing. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, they're, they're both obviously young kids. We were young at one point, too. We did some stupid things. I mean, what is it but about that? we also that? thought that toilet seats were, were gross at that age, too. 
Bro, we're not that stupid. To this day, unless I have violent, violent diarrhea, I will not use a public, I will not sit on a public That's a little restroom. extreme. I don't sit on the thing either, but I, I nest. I you build, build a nest. nest. <laughs> yeah. I use a few sheets and I cover it up. Or I use that thing that's behind, you know, that tissue paper that you put yeah. on it. Yeah. That, I use that. But, but even I, that, you know, I bet you don't use one. You probably use like two or three of those things, don't you? Oh, I'm a good four feet above the bowl by the time I, uh, by the time I sit down. <laughs> Do you think that we're the only group of friends that uses the term build a nest? Or is that a common thing, you think? Say again? Do you think we're the only group of friends that, that uses the term build a nest? Or is that a common thing, you think? I think that's a, I think that's a thing. I, f- I feel like I've heard that somewhere, uh, build a nest. You think so? But for, for people who don't not, know, building a, nest is, word. building a nest is where you use that paper thing that comes at a public toilet to put it down, but then you also use toilet paper to cover every square inch. Like there either should or. be no porcelain. Yeah, either or, or a combination of both, which I actually use because those stupid things never reach the front of the thing anyway on most toilets. I guarantee you're... You're putting it on wrong. I was putting it on wrong for a while. But what you have to do, you know the part that folds down? Yeah. And is still at- it's the part that's still attached to the yeah. rim? Yeah. Yeah. That goes in the front. Yes. So I, that I'm with dips you. in front. It covers the whole front. So but still, most toilets, middle. most toilets are like longer. A lot of times you'll get a toilet longer than what that, what that allows for, I find. I've seen some longer toilets oh, yeah. where I've, I guess that's I've, true. I've had to build a little extension, <laughs> a little, I had to extend the deck a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got a, a variance <laughs> to build forward. <laughs> but anyway, you, you constantly, you just build, build paper on top until there's nothing left. And it's similar to the way a bird builds a nest. So that's why we call right. it building a nest. Spread the word on that. That's how that started. Hashtag build a nest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can hashtag this episode when you're sharing it with hashtag build a nest. Um, A good time to remind everybody, too, to rate and review this on Apple Podcasts. If that's where you're listening, if this made it up to YouTube and Facebook, please like and share. Follow us on Facebook. Anthony on air is the page. And uh, all our stuff is running down here on the lower thirds there. You can see our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter uh, YouTube channel, subscribe over there, give the thumbs up. It's all uh, quite helpful. But yeah, like I won't even like the, the thought of, and we've all played these games when we were younger. Like, what would you do for me? Like, how much money would it take for you to lick a toilet? And you always name it. But a we never actually did it. Never actually did it. It was all talk. All talk. And I don't want to be that same old generation that's like, we were stupid, but these guys are really stupid because every generation says that about every other generation. Maybe it's right? true. But but maybe it is. But And it's not like this kid speaks for an entire generation. But again, like, what is it about being young that you just think you're invisible? You blipped out again. I said, what is it about being young that makes, like, makes you feel like you're invisible? You mean invincible? Invincible, yeah. Let's leave Vince out of this. I don't want to drag him into it. Vince deserves to be in this conversation. <laughs> if you're, when we were young, we thought the same thing, but we weren't that. We weren't this stupid. We weren't Tide Pod eating stupid. Plus, there's all these challenges out there. Why is this a challenge? Who, like, someone had to come up with it. Yeah, and that comes from TikTok. And go, I'm gonna do that. 
that comes primarily from TikTok. TikTok is based on challenges. So like when you go to the home screen of TikTok, you can you can look at like what like what are the things that day, but mostly the challenges are like, you know, this is the dance or, you know, try right. try and get your mom to say this silly thing or whatever but how it does is. Some, but it speaks volumes when something like this that's this stupid catches on when hundreds of thousands of other things that people try to get out there don't catch on. But something like this grabs people's attention and goes, well, yeah, this is going to spread. And I, but I also, I also do think that it, it, these things catch on because they're so outrageous. And then you have traditional media people that see people doing stupid spreads things. it out. Yeah. So for people who don't know, I'll hold this up to my camera and I don't know if, you know, so this, when you go to the home screen of TikTok, they kind of give Thanks. you, everything and like this is like you know each row is a different theme or trending topic or whatever it is and see so most of them are dances and stuff um actually trending right now whipped coffee jesus that looks good see that's a semi-normal thing there's a it's mostly it's 98 percent normal stuff or a dance or something stupid so you do know? we know what happened to i mean i know these two people had uh, gotten coronavirus are they still doing another update like what what their deal is i still yeah i still don't know uh, if the if this guy is active on i don't know if this is his twitter or if this is his uh his tiktok um well that should be a lesson to everybody if you lick a toilet seat bad stuff's gonna happen to you if yeah you didn't learn that lesson i don't know how to help you exactly bad things i would assume if he's got coronavirus he's uh he's still laid he's out of commission how many days? How many days quarantine is this for you, Frank? Oh, let's see. Uh, this is going on. Let's see. From last Thursday was the, oh, the day, the week before last Thursday. So, fifteen days. You just proved the point. Nobody, nobody. We've been in. We've been in for so long. Nobody what? knows. I knew I got there. No, but that's going to be my TikTok challenge. Is, is hashtag everybody has to think about it. Because nobody knows the answer yeah, right think, away. You got to do some math with anything. If you, you ask me when, how far was my birthday, you know, I have to do some math. I, I got to, I remember, I remember when it was. I was actually home the day before that. I was uh, home on Wednesday, but I just worked from home that day. And then the Thursday, I just didn't go in because everything was starting. Squeeze an extra day out of this? Unbelievable. No, what a it lazy... was for my dog. I had to stay home for my dog. All right. I'll let it slide but for Brighty. I'll let after it slide. that, after that, it was quarantine time. Um, yeah, I think most people are having difficulty with this. Now, can you do another? Can you do another? Yes. You, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Are you kidding? I got, uh, I got this junk food. I got, uh, I got mountains of Snapple here, and I'm good to go. <laughs> oh, and Lipton. Hey, Lipton, sponsor us. Can I can I tell the story of your wife from the other day? Can I just tell that story? Which I don't know this, which story you're talking about, but when she sure. came when she came back from the walk, mm -hmm. Frank and I were testing yeah, uh, equipment, and she, she, I go, "Where's your wife?" He goes, "Oh, she's out walking with neighbors, like doing the whole social distancing thing." I'm like, "Oh, that's awesome. That's a good like." I by the way, that makes me so happy. Like when people are doing it right, like you don't have to you gotta be, be smart. Yeah, you don't have to be isolated. You don't have to be by yourself. You can go out still. Talk. I was talking with neighbors. We were keeping our distance. It was it, 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 like this can be a great and wonderful thing. 
So I didn't think anything of it when you said what you said, and we, you know, we're like continuing to just talk and work, fix the equipment, that kind of thing. Your wife walks in and walks in frame, and she's <laughs> she got a glass of wine in her. Hand. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's quarantine, that's baby. That's how you, you got to do it. That's how you do it. Like walking walking on the street with an open container normally illegal during coronavirus quarantine, perfectly fine. No, and encouraged. no, no, no. She wasn't outside with the wine. She- it was. It was. Uh, I'm sorry, man. You you slowed up a bit. Say that again. Oh, she went outside, didn't have the wine with her, came back in, grabbed it, and she had it with her in the house. Oh, she didn't go outside with it. Oh, then she's doing it wrong. She should be walking around with it. I think that's perfectly okay. Is that all right? Can we can yes. we suspend that law for now? Can well. We- they did adjust the law for restaurants that serve alcohol. They can now deliver and give takeout containers of alcohol. So if you go to a restaurant and order like a taco and a margarita to go, they can now give you them, which normally they can't do, but now they can. So I believe this falls under that law, technically. We got to go with like Mardi Gras laws. You can yes. walk around with the with thing of beer in your hand and, and everything's fine. Just, you know, maybe less throw up on the streets. Also be- no sharing beads. No. Keep but I'm going to leave flashing in there. I'm going to leave flashing in there for now. Flashing's going to be okay Flashing's for now. fine. It's, that's socially distant. Not yeah. doing anything, in, you know. Flash from afar. Hashtag flash from afar. So you're good to go. All right, let's play. Uh, I played this on the air on WLNG Radio the other day with my man Brian the Cannon Bannon. Let's play it with you. Uh, I call this game Quarantine Choice Awards. Nice. I'm going to give you a duo, and you have to choose which person you are comfortable being quarantined with. Okay. I'm going to try and not repeat the ones that I gave him. I'll, uh, I'll repeat some. I'll start with a repeat. Um, I feel like I know the answer to this too already from you. Okay. Kelly, Kelly Ripa or Ryan Seacrest? Kelly Ripa. Yeah, right. Why would I want to be stuck with Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> <laughs> Brian actually chose Ryan Seacrest, but full, dis- not full, dis- full disclaimer on this, Brian is a radio geek and was like, I understood his, not his, uh, his logic. He's like, Ryan Seacrest will have a bunch of great radio stories, which would be true, but Kelly Ripa. I mean, just way better. Uh, Steve Martin or Martin Short? Ooh. I might have to go Steve Martin because he'll play the banjo. Jesus, I gave this this same answer, Frank. (laughs) Well, what else? I mean, unless Martin Short is coming with his whole routine, I mean, his routine's better. But Steve Martin has the banjo. I mean, it's a kind of a coin toss if you think about it. But yeah, if we got a banjo in play, then it's it's got to be Steve Martin, Chris Tucker, or Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. I don't think I could handle Chris Tucker's voice in quarantine. That that would drive me insane, and there'd be like a murder suicide thing going on. I think Brian said the same thing because that what was that movie with Bruce Willis? Is that why that movie that he's in with Bruce? With Bruce Willis? Yeah, something like, wasn't he in the movie with the space movie and he was dressed all Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, Fifth Element. The Fifth Element. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was his voice can get to you. Even in the ones with Jackie Chan. Um I forget what they're called. Shanghai like Noon. Four. No. I call them all Shanghai Noon. God, that's not right. But okay. Um I forget what they're called, but that was during he the was golden annoying. era of Jackie Chan, where they were like, just put Jackie Chan with anybody. I love Jackie Chan. And then people were like, well, what's the movie about? And like, it doesn't matter. It's about, it's about Jackie, Jackie Chan. Chan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's about. There's a movie he did with uh, Jet Li. And it was some like, oh, what was it called? It was like a kid uh, that was like, you know, being bullied, that story. And then he, he goes, he gets pulled into like this mystical world with Jackie Chan and he has to fight this other mystical guy, Jet Li. And along the way, he teaches him karate and everything. And it's it's a really good movie, if I could only think of the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been great if it ended at a pot of gold at the end of that rainbow. But Right. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of movies, Matt Damon or Ben Affleck? Uh, Matt Damon. Why? Because you, know, you might get like Jimmy Kimmel going to something no, you're in my house i don't know what that is you're in quarantine <laughs> there is no there is nobody stopping by there's no special guest no stopping by but there might be you know interviews and like i don't want to hang out with matt damon plus you know then i gotta look after him isn't he in and out of rehab and stuff I don't yeah want to see that's why ben that. A, that's why i chose ben affleck because i'm like he's gonna be he's kind of in a mood right now it's gonna be a lot more entertaining and fun i feel like it, it's He's the. I feel like he would be the kind of drinker you would not want to be around. That's no, the impression I get. See, I think he'd be wonderful, and plus, he's just he's just into the he's just into being sober. Like, a, I, I think I don't know if he's got a few years behind him or whatever. So he's in a very preachy stage still, which I appreciate. So then, preachy, but that could that could wear thin after a while. I guess so. But then it's kind of like, what was it like wearing the Batman costume? And there's there's so much there with Ben Affleck. What There's, was it like buying a zoo? You know, I could, uh, I could Matt Damon. It. <laughs> I don't know. What was it like um, being Jason Bourne? True, true. All right, let's go to uh, Mel Brooks or Carl Reiner. Mel Brooks. Yeah, that's an easy one. Fallon or Colbert? Colbert. You really a million don't like times. Jimmy Fallon. That bothers me. Jimmy Fallon is so wonderful. Flipping out it blipped out again. What was that? I said you really don't like Jimmy Fallon, and that bothers me because he's so wonderful. I'm sure he is. He's probably the, one of the nicest guys. I just don't like his style of hosting, which with Colbert and with many of the other late-night hosts, they're off-the-cuff funny. I think Jimmy Fallon... You should see. I would love. I would love back. to show you Stephen Colbert's what hits his editing floor and and see if he's that off the cuff. Fine, that's fine. But with Fallon, I don't. I rarely am laughing at anything he does or says in interviews. I'm always either laughing at the at the guest, uh, if I am. He just doesn't add anything. To the interviews, I, I feel Colbert, uh, uh, Conan, they always have stuff that they're ready with. They're, they have personalities that that they can stand there on their own and just talk and be funny. I, I so, feel like 
Fallon I disagree. needs a team of writers. I disagree. I think Fallon is right up there with him. But rank them. Because you named you named Conan, Conan, Colbert, and Kimmel. Fallon and Kimmel. Rank them. Okay. Rank them. Uh, in term in terms of just rank like they're hosting or best. just funny. Yeah, but funny best. best. Person. <laughs> the whole the whole the whole the whole kit and caboodle. Okay. You gotta put them um, on Mount Rushmore. Who gets the George Washington spot and and moving backwards? Okay. It's a close race between Colbert and Conan first, but I would have to, in terms of being funny, I'd have to say Colbert. I mean, I'm sorry, Conan first, then Colbert, then um, I'd say Fallon's last. And Kimmel and, third? Uh, and Kimmel is third. Oh, my God. I was about to end the podcast right there if you were going to put Colbert up into the number one spot. That He's close, be... though. He's really funny. I like him. Tragic. I agree with you. I'd put and Conan one. He is smart. Okay. He's funny. I get it. I'm not saying that Colbert is not hilarious. He's hilarious. And he could be He could be on the fly. He doesn't need a script. He doesn't need writers. He could just go, and he'd be fine. He does these live shows all the time, and he's great. Here, okay. He is funny. He's by the way, he makes me laugh. I do enjoy watching his show. I found him to be funny uh, on podcasts and being guests for other people. I just think, I think he's the least funniest out of those four, and I also think he's the least experienced when it comes to that. And and it's true because they've all been doing it longer than he has been. Like Fallon is the least, the second least experienced. And he still has like five years on, on Colbert, on being a late night. But I host. feel like I know. But my big thing is, if you watch Fallon, he the, the guest does all does ninety nine percent of the work, and Fallon just sits there and laughs at everything the guest says. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let me punch a little hole in that argument. Johnny Carson, please. Johnny, Johnny Carson, Carson was hilarious. He was hilarious. And I would put him as number one. Oh, obviously, but he was hilarious. But a lot of what made him a genius, this is also the Ringo Starr argument of why he was one of the great drummers, because he didn't have to be front and center. He didn't do too much. He he was right for the fit. He, uh, he did a lot. Carson was right for the. Carson let a lot of people be funny while he just sat there and laughed. Same thing that Fallon, same thing you just no, accused Fallon of doing. But Carson had the witty comebacks, the witty lines, the uh, that that humor that he could just if like, if he he got into a not a battle, but if he got into a back and forth uh, with someone, he'll he'll he's so comfortable in it. I feel like if Fallon Fallon can't hold that back and forth, he could just sit back and let the guy let the person go, I which is fine if that's what you want. If you want the interviewee to be the, the, the spotlight, great. But if you want participation, I wouldn't put Fallon number one. I disagree. Maybe we'll save this for our ice cream social uh, live show. Cool. We'll, we'll, we'll make this, we'll bring this a, a, a part of a, a bigger, it's a bigger debate. This is a big, this one's a big topic though. I mean, Fallon's got, you know, he's talented. He's got a few uh, tricks up his sleeve, but the interviews are not, you know, his off the cuff humor is not there, I don't think. Um, we're planning on doing a live show on a Saturday night. I don't believe it'll be this Saturday night tomorrow at the time of the podcast. Probably next, but maybe. I don't know. We, have to, I have to, we haven't even talked about it, you and I. 
but we're going to do... Uh, this is the first I'm hearing about it, by the way. No, we talked about it the other day. We, we mentioned <laughs> it in the first episode. Um, we're going to call it Ice Cream Social Distancing Alcohol Welcome Also. That's going to be the name of it. And um, I got to get ice cream somehow. You got to get ice cream. Yeah. Well, have you, have you not been to a store? Have you really not been out I've of been house? to the store. I just never, I haven't picked up ice cream. Okay. I'm sure you're going to make another store run soon, no? I'm stocked up. I'm good for like at least two weeks. Really? But I'll, if I don't get ice cream. All right. We'll leave enough time so that you can get ice cream. Uh, I right, just glitched out for a second, but okay. Couple more quarantine choice awards. Um, Oprah or Ellen? Ellen. You thought about yeah. that for a little bit longer than yeah, I because, thought you would. Yeah, maybe I don't know because Oprah. Again, if you go to, if you go with the whole stories, I'm sure Oprah has a million stories. That's, that's the only that's, argument for Oprah is that she's probably got amazing stories. Amazing stories. And I'm sure she knows how. Oh, Ellen too. I was gonna say they both they both know how to like to to quarantine. You know, they both know how to be self sufficient and and like uh, you know bunker I, down and just you know. I feel like Ellen is obviously more hilarious, but would yeah. she run out of material? Whereas Oprah will never run out of material, but will definitely run out of self control and probably start eating huh. more. That you got to consider. Too. You got to think about that. Your two-week supply, Frank, would dwindle down pretty quickly. Right. She starts right, going off go the rails. I know me too. Me personally, if I start going off the rails, that, that supply <laughs> is going to start shrinking quick. I only have so many, so many bottles of Snapple and, and chips here. Yeah. But yeah, let's go, Alan. You're going to stick with Alan. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with Oprah because I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to want the stories. I don't, I think Ellen's hilarious and fun to hang with, but I feel like she would probably get um, angry and snippy and it would, like day seven or eight, it would be a problem. Day seven or eight. Like she's, she's been around stand up and stuff. She's, she's going to have the stories. So uh, I think, I think you're, you're safe going with Ellen. Also is Portia de Rossi in the mix? No, because it's only it's only oh, you yeah. and and one person, so nobody right, else could be a uh, part of it. I'm gonna stick with that one. All right, um, Pacino or De Niro? Pacino or De Niro? De Niro, definitely De Niro. I'm surprised. I love Pacino. By this. I love Pacino, but I feel like I'd I'd have to. Uh, I don't know. With, with with Pacino, I'd be doing like an impression of him every time he talks to me. I don't even do a good one, but if he does it, I'd have to do it. De Niro, not as much. I could talk to De Niro. I think. I think I'd have. I'd relate to De Niro. But he doesn't say anything. I picture him just sitting there for. He De Niro to me is putty. Great. Don't bother me. <laughs> he could just, <laughs> just sit, sit there, there and, and, and stare straight, not read a magazine, not do anything. It would drive me Wonderful. crazy after a while. Just put him in a room, let him stare. I'll give him his own chair. You would embrace that, though. Yeah, you love that. All right. Sit there. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would want the stories. I can listen to Pacino tell a story. Stories are good, too. For I'm days. sure De Niro could tell a story, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kevin Hart or Dave Chappelle? Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle. 
Kevin Hart. Because. Yeah, I'm sorry. You said Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Okay. I feel like Dave Chappelle is going to be smoking everywhere. I can't. I can't deal with the smoking. I could not disagree with you more. Really? Kev, uh, give me Dave Chappelle. Chappelle's going to smoke up a little bit and then sit there and snack the rest of the day, and it's going to be phenomenal, and he's going to be hilarious, whereas stupid I, Kevin Hart's going to be up at 5.30, be like, come on, we got to go. We got to go for a run. We got to do push-ups. We gotta do, he's too motivated well, for get me quarantine. To do anything. You go ahead. Go run. No. He'll, he's, he'll be out of the house half the time. That's fine. He, go. He, <laughs> no, he's too. he's not going to let you go. He's going to be... It's going to be up your rear end every single day. It's too much. It's far too much. I can't be quarantined with with cigarette and whatever else smoke. I just can't do it. Oh, give me the weed guy any day of the week. He's got the good snacks. You know he's got good snacks. Uh, I've got the snacks. It's fine. Rice cakes is what you're going to get with friggin' Kevin Hart. You're going to get rice cakes and, uh, you know. If Kevin Hart touches my snacks, there might be a problem. He's going to throw all your Doritos away and replace them with quinoa chips. You know this. Uh, are you trying to get me? All right, I'll say Dave Chappelle. <laughs> what do you want me to do? No, you can't change it now. You're screwed. You're already in there with health. Oh, I'm freak. already screwed. Okay. Yeah, you're done. It's over. All right. Well, um, take care of me. Hall or oats? Hall or oats? You got to go hall. <laughs> Why would I go to oats? Hold I really wish the video for this works just for the, your facial reaction <laughs> during that. Hole or oats? What? <laughs> it's like Simon or Garfunkel. <laughs> Wait, who did you pick? You picked Hall? You gotta go Hall. Okay, yeah. Oats is useless. Oats is oats. Nobody, I mean, come on. Yeah. Who's uh, next? Who do you got? Uh, let's, go, let's go with a, a super fast friends round. Jay, Nick, or Blowhole? Jay, Nick, or Blowhole. Oof. Man, there's pros and cons on, on each one. Go ahead. Run down. The, give me the, don't, don't hide it. Give me the... <laughs> vocalize it. Just give me the list. Just look at the clock here. It's, uh, it's about 4.30. <laughs> yeah, know. we got to wrap up, but you have time for... We have time for this. <laughs> uh, let's see. I might have to go... I mean... Ugh, oof. This is rough. I don't know. I feel like Jay would be very neat. And he, he wouldn't, you know, he might even make my bed in the morning. So that might be good. Um, but let's see. I don't think we'd be into the same TV. Me and Jay. Um, Nick. You definitely don't watch the same cable news networks. That's for sure. No, we don't. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Nick would be great. I feel like it would be a little like living with the Tasmanian devil though. Um, <laughs> blowhole. Blowhole would be, would be fine. If as long as he doesn't smoke any cigars, I'm, I'm good. Uh, I got no problem with blowhole. Um, it's a toss up. I feel I go with blowhole just to be neutral. He's a little more neutral uh, between the three out of the three of them. I like to remain as neutral as I can. <laughs> I'm noticing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm noticing in all of this, you're like, who's going to leave me alone the most? <laughs> Can you blame? It's quarantine. I don't want someone up my, up my yeah. ass. By the way, I go with blowhole and a landslide. I didn't take a fraction of a second to think about it like you did. I don't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> I don't care whose feelings I hurt. I would be blow. 
Jay, I love, but I, we we do not mesh well together in the same small space, so that doesn't I've, work. You know, I've shared a hotel room with Jay, and I got to say, fine, he's neat, he's clean, he's organized. Um, but I don't know, long term quarantine. I, I don't know. I, we could probably make it work, but I to make life easier. Would probably be blowhole. Yeah, but exactly because you start thinking about long term things, what you're watching, this or that, and it's it's just too much. You know, it's too much. I would honestly, yeah. it would honestly be Nick for me if it wasn't for the fact that he has easily watched far too many adult uh, films in you know with other people around, and that I that uh, yeah, that's true. Nick, there'd be a lot more of his you'd see a lot more of him naked walking yeah. around your house i feel if he That's covered true. up a bit more and and took it easy with the porn he it would mm. be him with a landslide but yeah so that's why blowhole yeah it's gotta be blowhole yeah all right so that was uh all right so that was that um any anything else you got anything else final thoughts frankie c final thoughts from frankie c uh let's see it's friday that's a good thing they'll work tomorrow um, are you noticing the weekends at all? Like only because of work. If I, you know, I still have to work Monday to Friday. Um, but you know, on the weekends, it's only been what two weekends now. And I worked the first one. So the, this past weekend, there was no work. So I kind of noticed that and I'm looking forward to no work, but just got to find something to do, you know, around the house, maybe do some housework. Yeah. But other than that, you know, it's, it's, I noticed the weekends. A lot of people don't know what day it is. But work helps you keep the uh, the day straight. It's weird for me because nothing really has changed much for me throughout this whole period. So I don't really have much of an answer for that. But I do hear people saying like, oh, the weekends are kind of useless. Like I, like I don't notice the weekends. And I'm kind of like, like, just like you, like no. if you're working from home, don't you notice like the weekends? You kind of still, still working. You're, you're on the clock nine to five at least. And then. Yeah. Were you on? Are yeah. you not on the air this weekend? Is that on hold for I'm now? Not. That's on hold. Yep. Okay. All right. So we'll uh, we'll wait for that to come back. That'll probably be a little while. Still doing some stuff for them on the side, but nothing on the air with them. All right. Cool. Um, are you? Do you do you want to do another one on a Saturday? Do you want to do another episode tomorrow? I would do a Saturday. Sure. Yeah. Should we see if we could maybe? I don't know if I can make the live episode work because I want to switch over to that other thing, which makes me think the following Saturday would be good for the. Ice cream, social distancing, alcohol welcomed also. Yeah, you blipped that bin out. I was saying, I don't, I think next week might be better than jamming it in tomorrow night for the live show. Okay. Yeah, we'd come up with more, get more content and stuff. Although part of me feels like it might be fun to just throw on a live show to wing it. That's, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you think, I'm in. All right, I'll text you. Uh, this just came across as we're wrapping up here. President Trump signed the CARES Act, as it's being called, single biggest economic relief package in American history, twice as large as any relief bill ever enacted at $2.2 trillion. Uh, and he says this bill will urgently give the American people what they need. Is it still... So not a, go ahead. Is it still capped at 150000 I think? Hundred and fifty thousand what? Yeah, I think if you made under one hundred and fifty thousand, if you make over one hundred and fifty thousand, you wouldn't get a check. Oh, I see. I or I think one hundred fifty thousand for the household, 
Maybe it's seventy five thousand individually. I forgot what the yeah, breakdown is. Yeah, there's some was. weird criteria. And it's I, per household, it's not per person. I wonder if that's still in there. No, it, there was it was definitely there was one for per person and then there was one for if you were married and filed together. Okay. So I think it was if I think it was by person, it was seventy five thousand. Um, and if you made more, you weren't eligible. And if you were a married couple, the household had to make under one hundred fifty thousand for you to get that twelve hundred dollar check. I also don't know if the kids five. There was supposedly five hundred dollars per kid that was that was in there. I don't know if that's still in there. I guess we'll have to see. It's going to take a couple of hours, if not days, for everybody to find out exactly. Don't you feel bad for the staffers that have to read all this stuff? Yeah, you I mean, know they, it's they get not no credit. It's not the senators and the and the no, representatives. It's, it's their no, staffers it's that are just doing all this work. And they get in the summary. They give the summary to the to the yeah. senators and everybody. And it's yeah, they get little to no credit from the American people at least. They you know. Yeah. You don't know who these people are. I don't know who these people are, but God bless them. I would love to see work. I would love to see those people. Uh by the way, and this will be too late if you're listening a day after, but or watching a day after, but uh, today at 7 p.m., um, there is going to be a two-minute clap for essential workers today. Um, at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. today, hashtag clap because we care. Everybody's going to stop and clap at 7 p.m. for the first responders, for the nurses, the doctors, the grocery store workers. And I feel like we should really lump into this the staffers of all of our uh, senators and House of Representative they got, people. They got a lot of reading to do. Tons. Probably crummy coffee because they can't go out and they're just strung yeah. out, not eating, not sleeping, just reading. And they're like, it's, there's a lot of pressure on them too because it's this isn't you know they're not reading a book for a book report yeah this is to save American lives so it's it's a lot of pressure. Everybody would die if this fell on me. If yeah. that responsibility fell on me, everybody uh, would be dead. I would not trust you with with a piece of legislation. How many? Do you know how many didn't times you run from mayor for a while ago? I did mayor of Sag Harbor once. Yeah, and I, I almost yeah. if I didn't pull out, I would have won by a landslide because the guy who won got forty eight votes. Okay, I would have gotten more votes. You would have gotten a few. I would have murdered that. I would have been an amazing <laughs> mayor too. But then you'd have to do mayor things. Yeah, well, that would have been a problem. But it would have been a quick mayoral run, but it would have been a nice one. But you know how many times I read a book and I read the page and I flip the page over and I go, oh, crap, I got to go back and read the whole page again? because I, I bet that happens not very often because you'd have to actually start to read a book. <laughs> how often do you pick up a book? Oh, I'm going to read this. <laughs> I have a book right here. My uncle sent me a book. Nope. All right, I don't know where it is. It I was, bet that crease is pristine. It was right here. <laughs> That spine is pristine. That book has never been open. Here it is. Wait, you're right. <laughs> My uncle, it was, very, it was very touching. He sent me a card, too. Uh, this was supposedly my grandmother's uh, favorite uh, um, You blipped that again. Say it again. Sorry. This was my grandmother's favorite author. This was her favorite book, Selected Stories of O. Henry. And he sent oh, this Henry. to me, and I was like, at the beginning of the... He sent it to me a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, I'm going to actually make some time and read this. And then when the quarantine came out, I was like, I am definitely going to have the time to read this. And it has not been creased just yet. Not a crease. Now, is that a new book, or was that like your uncle's book, and he read it? And 
No, no, no. He just, he bought it. He, it's a he, brand new book. He was thinking about my grandmother and how much this meant to her. And he wound up reading his stories because it meant something to him. And it got, I guess it, I don't know when he read it, but it got him kind of closer to his mom. And he thought, well, this would be nice and bought a copy for all his nephews and niece. And, and I think he sent us all a copy. Yeah, that, so. that might as well be blank for you. I'm going to read some of it. I, I am going to read some of it. That could be 500 blank pages, and that, and you wouldn't even know it. <laughs> it's going to take me four years, but I'm going to read that friggin' book, I tell you what, or at least a chapter. Back cover. All right, buddy. Good podcast. Right, well, thank you. You too. See you on the next one. I'm there. And uh, don't forget, of course, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, for more info, check us out at anthonyonair.com.